Hey, I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And we're the Leftovers. No, we're not. Yes, we are. I did not agree to that. Hey, Chris. Hey, Mark. Stop! I knew it was coming and it still hurt my ears. Yeah? So what would you do if you heard that word? Chances are you would... Depending on who it comes from. Oh, in general. You know, you should know this by now. Go, go, that go. I don't just go off of just somebody random. Police officer sees you on the road. Chris, I would stop. Ah! I would stop. There you go. If you were to yell it at me, I would probably would just keep going. Run. <laughs> probably, yes. <clears throat> so, we're talking about words today. Words, words, words. Words and words and more words. Stop. In the name of love. Wow. Didn't see that coming. So we have an alphabet made up of how many letters? 26 letters. 26. A to Z. Front to back. In the English language. Could you say them backward? I can't say them backwards. You know when a cop pulls somebody over and says, say your alphabet in reverse. Alphabet in reverse. There you go. Done. I couldn't do that sober. Ain't that the truth? Who can? Same thing, same thing with having one foot up six inches off the ground and trying to balance. Yeah. It's hard enough for me to do that sober. Kind of like a Rubik's Cube. Walking in a straight line without falling over. Can't Try that do. out. Can't do it sober. Nope, we can't do it sober. Who would imagine? 26 letters in our alphabet. There are languages that have more. Yes, but you said that we weren't talking about those. When we're did only, I say that? Earlier, <laughs> I would imagine. Earlier, earlier today when we were talking, going over this. I, I Trial run. There, no, I'm talking about <laughs> earlier. We were talking about how there were, well, I was saying how there's other other places out there that have different alphabets than we do. More. And, and I have, said there were less. Some more and there's some that mm-hmm. less. Yep. Then you said, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the English language. That's yes, the only English. one we know about. That's the one we know. We know a little Spanish. Oh, very little. And a little sign language. Yes. <laughs> I just, for the people listening, that was a sign language to Chris. How, how can people hear sign language? I was letting the people know that I just gave you a sign they would language. not noticed anything if you didn't say anything. True. I was trying to clue them in. We want everybody to be a part of this, especially when we go video and they see what we really do in here. What is that going to be? Ah, things are coming to fruition, if you know what I mean. I don't. So I'm just saying. So we can string together our alphabet, our letters, A to Z, and make Words. Words, words. True. And sentences. And paragraphs. Paragraphs. And we can say intelligent things, or we can say stupid things. Non-intelligent things. Stupid things. Okay. It happens. We've done both. Yes. Everyone has done both. Probably in a 24-hour frame, you've said both smart well, i mean even the smartest person go with albert well go with what me. we think about is when do you hear about the smartest person ever you think about albert einstein no no we don't think about you mark who said that you did i these headphones 
Play think of Albert something. Einstein, but I, even Albert Einstein said stupid things. You look at his hair. I mean, let's talk about stupid. I mean, I would like to have it. Because you're missing all it's your... It's way better than what I have. Uh, s- sticks and stones, Chris. They break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Or will they? Not physically. Words have the power to hurt. Maybe more than physical pain. Maybe. And I, I, it, maybe longer lasting. Longer lasting, yes, I can see. But I don't think about it hurting more necessarily. It, it's a different kind of hurt than physical pain. Because there's physical pain, there's m- mental pain, then there's uh, emotional pain. Yes, it is. And th- those are three different kinds of hurt because... Physical pain is your outer body. Mental pain being overthinking Physical things. could be inner as well. It, well. In, inner. Inner? What, inner. I, what I meant by outer is your physical being. Whereas mm-hmm. emotional sure pain. Emotional pain could cause you to have physical pain. Good. But the emotional is. It's a, it's a different it's a different kind of pain compared to the physical because people people all the time can get over their physical pain but the mental pain that's left behind is what is what leads people to have quite a few problems later on so we have the uh, uh ability today to turn our cell phones on Browse a plethora. Word of the day calendar. Uh, plethora. A spot of spots we like to hang out. Or other places we like to go to hit it and quit it, if you will. Tinder. Yeah. Ooh. Tinder. What is that? Hookup site. You know, oh. You go find a person, you hit it and quit it and find somebody okay. else. And likewise... We have the uh, same ability to say hello to a friend a thousand miles away instantly. Say, hey, how or, you doing? Or talk trash to somebody on a YouTube comment section. This is true. We I have mean, that ability as well. You've got trolls out there that go on. They just find people that they don't like and they'll just start commenting the dumbest things just to try to hurt somebody's feelings or make them upset. And, I mean, there's a lot of time where it gets to people, but there's people on YouTube, like, they've got to learn how to not really let that get to them. Get to them. Mm-hmm. Which is hard because, I mean, yeah. it's another human, you might not know that person, but it's another human being talking about you. <laughs> it's hard to not let it get to you. There's a couple of guys that i listen to on um the internet is it us and, no oh. well i do i do listen to us yeah i know but uh these guys are separate they have their own little space and their views are way way 180 degrees from me but i still listen to them i think they speak well and um, 
I figure listening to these guys, I, I go and read the comments. I'm what do you call that? Troll, I guess, if you go and look at the comments. No, no? a troll is somebody that goes and they comment. Oh, a person that comments. They pur- just they purposely instantly just, against. They purposely just send negative, negative comments. Well, that's the thing. I figure if I listen to someone who's 180 degrees from the way I believe, for the most part, then the people in the comments are going to be 180 degrees as well, so they're right back to where I am, so roughly. So the comment should line up with the way I think, but they don't. (laughs) So these two guys, if you looked on my cell phone and you've seen them pop up, you'd be like, what are you listening to them for? Because I like what I like how they say things. I don't agree with the majority of it, but I like that the angle that they're saying it from. It's from their heart. That's the way they believe. And well, so it's never good to just listen to one side. Your side, yeah. I mean, it, whether re- it's through religion, through education, it I mean, really makes you think the world is just like you are, and it's not. Or, or there's times where it makes the world look like you're the only one that believes something. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, so, I mean, I, I'm i not going to bring politics into it. Never mind. You will. <laughs> well, I was going to, but I'm deciding against it. Because you're against it. I'm going against it because you... Oh, there goes the drink. There it goes. (laughs) Clean it up. Clean up on aisle two. I drank it all already. You did. Empty can. So, um, have you ever heard someone say, I'd rather you slap me in the face as to yell at me? No, I've never heard that. You've never heard that? Okay. I changed it up just a little from what I was used to hearing. But this way helps us out have a conversation so (laughs) by slapping someone you're giving them physical instant hurt right there their face is hurting instantly but with a slap in the face that hurt will go go away pretty quick it also instantly starts to heal from that point it starts to heal the redness you know it gets red and then eventually it's gonna go go away but to have someone yell at you, especially someone you care about, because that matters. If strange person on the street yells at you, hey, Chris, you know, F you, you're like, okay, hey, whatever. F you. But, <laughs> yeah. Ezekiel. Yeah. <laughs> well, but well, if someone you really love and you really care about says those same words, Boy, that's deep. Yeah. Sorry. That uh, hurt is going to hang around longer than that slap, I would guess. Oh, yeah. I mean, back when I was a kid, that's when... Well, well that was a I while guess, back. Not as back as when you <laughs> were a up. kid. I'm never going to be younger than you, No, okay? you're not. So quit but trying I do to go look with the old better. stuff. Uh, but what I, I was going better. off of is, I guess it's been around for quite a while. I can just remember hearing it when I was a kid of... The sticks and stones thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been around a long time. Yeah. But I mean, I I haven't really heard it much 
since I was a kid. Yeah. I think part, I'm with you. I don't either. I think part of it has to do with we've come to a day and age where we've learned that someone's mental health is just as important as someone's physical health. Yeah. yeah. I agree. That's why you don't hear that as much, I'm guessing. People realize words do hurt. Uh, hurt a lot. Yeah, I've been, but I've same. been hurt by words. You? Yeah, I've been hurt by words, but I think... You want to be? <laughs> no. But I think we've come from... Really? You you have been hurt by words. That's literally, I literally just said that. Oh, I thought you should. you had no, I not. Said, I have. Oh, okay. My bad. I've been hurt by words many yeah. times. Probably this day. But what I was going on... All right. Yes, because you make fun of me and how I say all right. When I it's go to think jokes. about it, I can say it correctly. But That's apparently, when I'm just talking regular, he makes I didn't fun know of me it was your time. I, say, right. I didn't know it was your time. But what I was going off of is, it was. I mean, you've said it's been a thing for the longest time of sticks and stones, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just come from a time where we've gone from having i won't say we we were more they people were more hardened yeah and so words weren't as they didn't have as much of an impact as like today yeah but words weren't as widespread either like if you're like if we were living in the early 1900s and your mom says uh chris you're a whatever all right so you're i said it too you're you're gonna be hurt that your mother said that to you but how many other people are you gonna be able to share that with i mean your world is much smaller and so healing is gonna have to come within i would guess yeah you're not really going to have a support system that's gigantic like you've got today, whether you feel that or not. I'm going to imagine a lot of people, they don't believe they have a great large support system, even today with all the outlets we have, internet, phone, you know, whatever. We have a lot of outlets for someone to help us along. And if if we get uh, yelled at by someone we love, we have a great support system if we're willing to use it. But I'm going to guess 100 years ago is a little different. Yeah, but 100 years ago, someone could call you a whatever. You but, think they used rough language Oh yeah. like well, today? I just think of a song I heard. <laughs> I just don't. I don't think that words were given that big of a weren't given that big of a weight it, by what they, I mean, there's words today that are considered curse words mm-hmm. that even 40, 50 years ago were just regular words, but because mm-hmm. somebody, but because made them a curse word, well, we'll get to curse words. Well, it starts with somebody getting offended by it yeah, and then spreading yeah, their feelings I'm, I'm to other you. people. And so I'm now certain words, are seen as bad. There may be that could be to where they were always offensive and no one said, Hey, that, that hurts me when you say that. But now someone stood up and I mean, said, it could be that 
people have gotten softer by time. That's possible, too. And so more and more words hurt their feelings. I know. I can't even hardly say anything to you. You get all whiny and hurt. (laughs) It's a joke, man. I quit. It's all jokes, man. Um, So if we we have... Here's my... You just brought up curse words. So... Or swear words, some people say. I guess they're the same. I'm not real sure. Naughty words. Naughty. That's that's a whole different category, Naughty. I believe. It's when you and your lady are together. Naughty words. I just consider those marital words. You could. What and you? I do. <laughs> so, uh, were there words that you were unable to say when you were at home growing up? Yes. Those uh, being curse words. Were there were there words you could not say in your home, um, whether it be around your mother or father? Did you say any of those words around your siblings that you yes. weren't able to say around your mom and dad? Yes. You did say them around your siblings? Yeah. That's not very nice. Cusser. <laughs> okay. So why do you think you didn't say certain words around mom and dad out of respect to them i mean they were the ones raising me they were they were the ones that said to say these words do not say these words right they're the ones that give you the instruction well the instruction not your the instruction was don't say these words it wasn't mm-hmm. say these words say these it well everything else these. is open game yeah Everything else you you can because they found because they found those words offensive yeah and I have respect for my parents so and they learned the same lessons when they were growing up so on and so on and so on but my siblings don't have those same sensibilities to those words they have sensibilities to other things and I show them the respect and that matters. Because I also respect my siblings. Do they use swear words too? Yeah. Like when you were young. I'm not, not when you're I am not adult. outing my parents. No, not, I'm not I'm saying. not outing my siblings. If you're. I'm talking about when you're young and learning that sort of thing. Not as an adult. Well, I'm just I saying mean, when you're as, young. As a kid, I was very impressionable. I was okay. very. I'll, I'll say it. I was sheltered as a kid. Mm-hmm. And so I actually didn't say my first curse word till I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. But then as I started getting older, I started getting different views than my parents. Mm-hmm. I have different views on meanings of words mm-hmm. and what makes certain things bad. Mm-hmm. Because I've been under the impression when I was when I was growing up, because your life is, I mean, your world is small while you're growing up. And then as you start to learn other people's ways of life, you realize, hey, that one says that word at their house. Why can't I say that? That one says, oh, they <laughs> they use this, that and the other at their house. Why can't I do that? So you start questioning what what's so bad about that word? But you I think you always have it in the back of your mind. 
that if you were raised where you couldn't say the word crap okay we'll just use that word you can't say crap in your house (laughs) and i guess there's people that can't say that i i well i i know of people that were more sheltered than than crap yeah and (laughs) i've seen but i had someone to share with me one time that if you say the word poop, crap, or worse, you know, as it gets down the line of words mm-hmm. you would or would not say in mixed company, that why would you not say the worst of them versus the the easiest uh, poo? But why would you not say? But because who, it's but the same. The, but who's to say that? one word is better or worse than another that's right i think just society and society yeah and i've i've always tried to live by this rule if you can't say it in sunday school class don't say it that's just been my rule of things because that those people are are your peers for the most part and if you wouldn't say it to them there why would you say it anywhere else well i mean that that's where it's society's problem. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem, I don't think, as much well, as I, just a I situation. I kind of do because I've looked back on uh, what mem- what why why would you want to say a certain word at a certain time versus an, any other time? You, you see see where I'm saying? If if you it's, couldn't say, we'll use the word crap again. If you couldn't say crap in this group of people, why would you want to say it in this group of people? I mean, to partly to show inflection on either how excited, angry, sad. Certain words can have like certain emphasis on a different syllable. You got the toilet paper too, didn't you? What? Word of the day. Toilet paper? No, I've I've actually heard that for years. The the epitome of hyperbole. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. Brian Brian Reagan what, uh, stand-up special. The, you're ep- drinking. the epitome of hyperbole, but it's the epitome of hyperbole. I agree, though. If you're trying to to get somebody's attention, if if a police officer went on a he pulls a car over to give him a speeding ticket, they pull over. He's probably going to go up. Hey, how's your day going? You know, you're speeding back there. Well, he gets up to the car. The car just runs off. Wow, 100 miles an hour. Come. He gets in his cop car. He's after him. Boy, he's he's not happy. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just say six miles up the road, the car decides to pull over, or it's in the ditch, whichever one you want to figure out he's still gonna be flaming mad that cop when he gets to that car is not gonna have the same hey how's your day going as he had six miles back correct now he's changed and it's gonna be get out of the car get out of the car it's gonna be totally different his words are gonna change in that six miles because of Mm -hmm. what took place in that six miles his heart rate has went up Blood pressure has went up. Everything in him has went up. His caring of sensibilities of people has went, gone way out the window. Has went out the window. Yeah. But what I was what I was going to say earlier is is with society's changing. I mean, 
I've looked, I can't remember where I was, but we were going through a preacher's notes from, Uh it was a very old preacher who left his notes behind Mm -hmm. and it was from the early, early 1900s. Like, I think it was around 1905, 1906. Yep. But some of the words he had in his lesson were words that if you said it to you said it to somebody in a church today, you'd have an old lady grabbing her heart, having a heart attack because really? she heard a bad word. Is that right? Now, in those notes, were they wrote in cursive or not? No. Oh. Yeah. There goes that point. <laughs> I had okay. a point to make on that one, but All right, yeah. make the point. We'll get to it. Um so I read this. Research shows this was a research firm in Canada, I believe. We're dealing with ice. Um, what do you there mean was ice, huh? Ice, what do you ice, ice, baby. What do you mean ice? Um, ice, frozen water. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant ice, like the federal no agency. No, this is uh, frozen water. Okay, freezing water. So, with saying a curse word, it increases yourself to in, endure pain how that's a good question there was a group that was to hold their hands in ice water for a certain amount of time so in the research they did okay guys girls people put your hands in the ice water and use zero profanities and they went for a certain amount of time. And so they did group after group. And then there was a time to put your hands in the ice water and use an, uh, swear words at your, um, what's the word? At your leisure. Use what Son you, of a biscuit eater. Some, something like that. So surprisingly or not, the ones that used swear words was able to leave their hands in the water 40 seconds longer because by using that square. And I wondered reading this, what if they just screamed? I wonder if that does the same thing to the body. You know, like I said, stop earlier. <laughs> wonder if just by screaming, you were able to keep your hands in the ice. Well, maybe longer. just screaming doesn't let out the I'm same sure. frustration. I wasn't in there. I don't know. What I'm saying is, is just screaming well, might not let out that same frustration as letting those words out. Maybe in that point in time. Why would you want to get those words out though? What can you just say? Crap. Or you know. But as I said earlier. Sugar. But as I said earlier. Black pepper. It is a way of emphasizing. The way one. Who the way are you, you saying feel. it for? Are you saying it for you, or are you saying it for everybody else? I mean, at that point, it could be for you. I wonder. But why would you curse to yourself? Hey, self, you know, blah. <laughs> I don't to let out frustration. Really, I. I would think a scream would give you the same thing, though. Not, ah! not necessarily. It, it just felt the same to me. That's to you, though. There's, <laughs> it's like you've said many other times. There's other people out there in the world. There are. You're right. So for you, just screaming might give the same 
feeling as yelling a curse word, but maybe to me, if I broke my leg, just screaming might not give the same feeling as yelling out what society would feel as a curse word. Do you know why people yell profanities at other cars while they're in their car? Anger. Yeah. The other person cannot hear them. It's for them. It's for the person in the car. It's for the person screaming the profanities. It's not for the one in the other car. It's for you. Correct. That gives you that release. Unless you roll the window down and you want the person to hear you. But I don't think you really do. Maybe. I don't scream at people in cars. I always look at if they're driving erratically or they're going too fast or whatever. I look at it. Every, I promise you this. I look at it like, well, they've got to be somewhere quicker than me. Or they're having an emergency. Or and they're I'm just out too of the way. much of a hurry. That's okay. If they want to be in a hurry, I'll get out of the way and let them be in a hurry. I don't want them. I don't want to impede them in any way so which u.s city swears the most it's funny you should ask that alabama no actually no new city city not state city new york city new york city no chicago no are you gonna keep going columbus ohio (laughs) how long would it took you to get there Uh, quite a while on average 36 times per day 36 times a day swearing 36 yeah on average so some's more average okay yeah some's 100 some's three i guess but las vegas number two 30 times per day it's Uh, actually surprising that it's not more yeah all the people losing at gambling well it's on average though yeah but all the people losing at gambling you'd think that it would be a whole lot more i wonder if crap is a swear word no uh-uh. I want. What about craps? Crabs? Craps? I don't know. That's a game. That's Vegas. That's not a. That's not a swear word. So the state that is most cursing. State, Alabama. What do you got against Alabama? I don't know. <laughs> the KKK and incest. I don't. Okay. Um. Ohio. Ohio. I guess that would make sense with it being with Columbus, Columbus Ohio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Ohio. Most cursing. Now, imagine a terrible breakup with a significant other. Imagine that. Are you imagining that? Imagine the to. last words they said to you, or you said to one another. It's not you. It's me. Imagine that. Wait, no, it's not The last me. words that they said. It's not me. Oh, it's not me, it's you. It's not me, it's you. Yeah. Oh, well, you just sparked a light bulb in my head. Thank oh, you. Oh, no. Thank you. Continue um, with your original thought, please. Yeah, so imagine you falling down and breaking your arm. That's going to hurt, right? Yes. I didn't mean to lead you in an answer. Um, but then imagine those last words you heard from a significant other doesn't hurt. I don't think instantly like the broken arm, but long term. I mean, it could hurt. It could stay around for a lifetime. 
Well, I mean, what I was trying to say is it could hurt just as much as that broken arm. Instantly. But just in a different it's, way. It's, yeah, it's all different. But, but I mean, that's what I'm getting at, though, is the, all of the different kinds of hurt hurt differently. It just depends on which one you would prefer because a lot of people would prefer a slap in the face than a heartbreak. So I was thinking about words and, and I mean, that's what we've been talking about now for a little bit. So when we as Christians think about the word, what do we think about? Jesus. Yes, we do. Because Jesus was the word. No, yes. God was the word and the word, the word was God. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so when we pray as Christians, outwardly pray as Christians, who are we praying for? Who do we put those words out there for? Are we putting them out? I got I got three for you. Are we putting the words out there for the onlookers or the own listeners? Are we putting the words out there for self? Or are we putting the words out there for God? It's not an or question. You're saying and in all three of them. I wouldn't say. Well, then I guess don't. I would yeah. Then don't say it, it. Would be it would be and for all three because you get somebody up in front of a congregation like at a church, and you're saying your prayer for yourself, but you're doing it outwardly mm-hmm. to lead everybody else in prayer. But you're also talking. It, it's your communication to God. You're talking. You're saying the words for God. Well, you stole my thunder. <laughs> That's because okay. I had the exact answer you were going to give. Yes, you did. <laughs> so now I'm done. That's it. Yeah, it's and. <laughs> it is and. Yeah, it's for all three. It's for you to to not get all weird in your prayer head. Because years ago, I would pray like before I went to sleep at night, and I'd be really tired. And I'd be halfway through and next unspoken. And next thing you know, I'm waking up next morning, which is a great way to go to sleep, by the way. Yeah, I mean, Say God knows your heart, and I mean, but it, but if you're giving him all of your heart, yes, I don't. But I mean, in I my think, opinion, I don't think he would be mad about that. Myself, I enjoy outward prayer. Myself, my room, dark, praying out loud. I think I stay more focused and more specific in what I say. Now, that is for me to stay focused, but for him, he's going to hear my heart. Yes. No doubt. But for, if I need to stay focused, I need to say it out loud and I need to be very specific in my prayer. But that's the word we think of as Christians spoken uh, to the word God is the word, word, God. So so if words are so powerful to hurt people, Chris, uh, to their core, can words make someone feel way better? Uh, As in, I love you. That's not a harmful set of words. Those make you feel the exact opposite of hurt. I've never, I've never gone from 
so far down in the dumps to have someone say something to me that puts me so high in the sky. I've never had that happen. I'm not saying it can't happen. I've just, I, my personal. I'm not self, saying it at the same time. I'm saying how good words, a good statement towards someone makes them feel good versus yeah. saying harmful things and all the other things we've mentioned on this show, but saying good words to people, well, positive it, words. Well, it's like with anything, it depends on who it's coming from. Well, you have if a stranger says, hey, it, have a nice day. Yeah, it makes you feel good, good. All good and well. Mm-hmm. But if a stranger comes up to you and says, I love you. Yeah, well. It, does, it doesn't have that same feeling as if your child or your significant other or whoever comes and says, I but, love you. But your child could say, hey, dad, you're ugly. And that feels different than a stranger telling you, you know. Having your own it, child say, I hate you. I don't love oh, you. Oh, now that's it. Hate is hate and love. Those two words removed from this conversation. Your child versus a stranger. Your child could say anything. It sounds better. Or worse. <laughs> anything or or way worse. But hey, uh, I don't even I don't even know if we want to talk about that word. What it means to me. That word, word is serious. We grew when I grew up. You didn't say that word in the house because hate was like the worst thing ever. You can't hate people. You just didn't, and you didn't say that word. Well, there, there again, times change where some people feel certain words have certain connotations, certain meanings. But then, as times go along, words, certain words, gain in popularity. Popularity, and then some are put away as curse words, and you're not supposed to say them. Mm-hmm. So I th- I have wrote down here the greatest three words in the world are I love pizza you. buffet tomorrow <laughs> I love you Ask yourself this question How often do you use those words multiple times a day To whom do you say them to My wife and my children is it heartfelt? Yes. I wasn't finished. <laughs> Is it heartfelt if always said? It can be, yes. So I can I can I'm giving you this. From the things I have gone through with my wife and and other things of trying to have children. Just because I, you and your sign language. Yes. Just because I tell her every day, same thing with my children, just because I tell them every day that I love them with all of my heart does not, it might take a little away from them, but coming when I say that to them. I'm not losing any feeling or anything behind it. I, my children and my wife, I love them just as much, if not more than the first day I was able to tell them. I guess more. I'm, I'm speaking from experience. Yes. (laughs) Except for the wife thing. Less. If any, I'm, (laughs) 
that that's a whole nother podcast we can give another day. No, we won't. Why not? Um So if you tell someone every day, I love you. And eventually it sounds like love you. Love love you. Love. Is it less heartfelt from the giver? If it's just a quick look, it's kind of like you have to love you. Is it? But it's like with everything. It can be. But there are people that their lives are chaotic. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> here that fast love you because you're rushing out the door because mm-hmm. you've got eight things going on. Doesn't mean it's less heartfelt. So do you think at that time, maybe less is best? For that situation, probably. Because I know people who have yet to say I love you. I believe they love one another. And they just never say it. But it's implied by actions. Do you think... Are they young or old? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm, that's literal. Um, I... I think a and I love you is as heartfelt as the person given it. And that's probably not even a good way to put it. I think because that other person is on your mind for you to give an I love you, regardless how it sounds, how it comes out of your mouth. I think it's legit, and I think the other person gets it. I mean, they can. There's some people that, I mean, people are different. Somebody might take that love you as you nonchalantly just, just saying it. Yeah. When it coming from the person could be fully heartfelt and meaning. Yeah. But they show their love in different ways. We've all got love languages. We do. So showing. I didn't know I had one. Yep. We all have it. Some people uh show their love by giving gifts or Ooh, I like that by one. Where do I hand, sign up for some of that? Holding hands. <laughs> oh. Now what do you think about public display of affection? It's fine to an extent. Uh oh. Peck on the cheek, peck on the lips, a hug. But when it comes to like a full make out session. Yeah. And grabbing on body parts. Grabbing, yeah. Yeah, I'm not not for that. So, when I was growing up, I'm not sure I'm grown yet, but in those early years, in those early years of growing up, um, our podcast today is all about words, (laughs) what we're talking about. So, as I was growing up, I had a terrible... I had a terrible speech impediment, stuttering. I couldn't get words out to save my life. And it was very difficult to where other kids would laugh, make fun. Mary had a little lamb, didn't come out of my mouth like that. And so they would make fun. And I'm going to tell you the insecurities of a child are so great when they have a problem that they know about and others to witness it and to make fun of them. That is 
so strong. I mean, I still carry that with me today of how I felt at that time. Hurts. It hurts me today like it hurt me then to think this child is sitting here having a problem getting a word out. I know that's hard to tell today, but yeah, with how much you talk, goodness. <laughs> but to get a word out was very, very hard. And to have other kids that sit there and laugh at you, make fun of you, ha ha, boop, 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 can't get it out there, can you? Yeah, so you should know how I feel when you make fun of me for it. I'm just trying to get everybody back for it. <laughs> oh, so I that's joke. What you're doing. I joke. But no, that time in my life, I said. When I, when I was a kid, just little, because I wasn't able to speak in public well. I could do it, but it wasn't well. That when I grew up, I wanted to be a preacher or I wanted to be on the radio. And this is where I'm now at. Now you have to settle for a podcast. <laughs> but seriously, for those, and it's not just stuttering. It's not just... Um, Seizures. I know some kids when I was uh, in school had the one in particular had seizures. Um, and of course, she was super embarrassed of it. And kids can be very, very hurtful with oh, their yes, words because yeah. they have no filter. No, it just, yeah. But usually it they are their parents at it, it, the ages that I'm talking about. Usually. Yeah. W- one of the. Mother or the father, you'll see come out in the child. It's all it's all the one that they're usually around the most. And they don't know that the side they see to mom and dad is not the side mom and dad shows to the public. Yes. You know, they're getting the rough side of it. And but so the, but it's the same thing with a child. Your child around everybody else can act like a little angel and then yeah. when you're home they're heathen that's what, and you're that's like, what they well, do. You- that's what they do, yeah. So, um, our words, when you got married to your wife, yes, which I seen a snapshot of that the other day on social media, nice white tux. She wouldn't (laughs) let me buy it either. Nice. Nice. (laughs) I say in jest. Why is it in jest? I look good in that white you tux. Look, thank man, you very much. Man, that's hard to pull off. You did look good in it. I'll give you that. But yeah, that's hard also, to pull off. I was also 200 pounds lighter. White tux. <laughs> I'm digging it. <laughs> I don't know. But when you married your wife, um, did you listen to the words you said to her? I mean, were they heartfelt or you just said them because the preacher said them? You were young. Most people are young when they get married. And I wonder, because I've got an answer for this as well. When I said my vows, mm-hmm. I did say them very heartfelt. Yeah. At the same time, I was getting married, and I wanted to get through the ceremony so that I could do the thing that I wanted to do with my wife. When we going to get through the good stuff? Yeah. <laughs> so it was sort of like just... It was sort of g- going through the words. Yeah. But I did fully mean them. But, I, I mean, mean, even if day. when you said them originally, 
you should probably go over them again from time to time and be like, honey, here's what we think. Here's where we're at. And here's how we're going to improve on this deal. The words we said then are just as true now. And we have, we have this discussion quite a, quite a bit because that's good. We've, we've changed from who we were when we were 19 and 20, when Mm -hmm. we got married, we're completely different people. We've gone through so much different, but those words still carry to this day. And they should. That's the way it ought to be. Just, just because we are different, we, we, we didn't change as separate. We changed together. Yeah. And whether it was good or bad, that's that what was the vows part, say. That's part of the vows. Rich and poor. Oh, you you said them that time. I was impressed. I give you credit when you said it when you said your vows on the podcast. That was good. I went to a wedding one time, and the bride, when the preacher said, "Obey your husband," she would not say it. He repeated himself three times. She would not say it. How embarrassing. And so she was not going to obey her soon-to-be husband. Then they shouldn't have gotten married. (laughs) Well, hold on. (laughs) So she wasn't. So he, he moved on with the ceremony. And guess what happened? They got divorced. They got divorced. Well, that was a hard one to figure out. Yeah. I mean, if you're not willing to say did, those vowels. Did they not have rehearsals the night before? Yeah. Did you have that, the rehearsal? Yeah. yeah but I was I mean, a nervous even, b- even before the rehearsal, we, I mean, we had the, we had that conversation with a marriage counselor, mm-hmm. uh, with, Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. I like that. With our preachers, uh, plural, you had different ones. Well, we had the one where she grew up. Who knew? He was the guy that uh, actually officiated the Ball game. ceremony. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then we also had the preacher where I grew up. Yeah. And then we also had a marriage counselor through church where, we're, where we are now going. And, I mean, we we weren't. We were young, but we weren't going in it lightly. Yeah. We we knew there would be ups and downs. Didn't know how up and how down they would be. Yeah. You you there's no way to prepare for that. But at the end of the day, we work through it together. And I'm very blessed and lucky to have the woman that I have as my wife. Yeah, so we had a marriage counselor, too, the preacher that was going to marry us. Three episodes worth of counseling. 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 Yeah, we had that, too. It worked out well. Was it very in-depth? That worked out well. Yeah. Yeah, he was very in-depth. He'd done a really good job, I thought. You know, what he really wanted to hear is we love one another. Because we were telling him everything. We've got our house ready to go. We, we've got a couch and a 
dog. I mean, we we were giving him all the yeah. We've got jobs and cars and stuff, and he's like, mm-hmm. And uh, reason you're getting married? Oh, we've known each other our whole lives, and he wanted to hear we loved one another. That was his. That was what he wanted to hear. That other stuff didn't matter. He just wanted to hear we loved one another. Did he ever hear that? Oh yeah, yeah. All right. When I figured out what he wanted to hear, I mean, I I loved my wife. I did. I mean, with all my heart, I did. And you know, there you go. I mean, the only person. I mean, I, to say it, you are the only person you can control. But. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, as much as you want to believe that you have any control whatsoever of any other person on this earth, good luck. Children, a little bit on the front end, maybe till they're about three. <laughs> you said, no, no. "Amen." <laughs> I lost control over around two. <laughs> two. <laughs> uh, well, you know, besides the words we could not say in our homes, um, I wanted to add something to that right there. When we were growing up, we couldn't say certain words. You couldn't say certain words in your home. Baloney fudge and mustard. Shouldn't say in your homes. Would you return to your childhood home and say those words don't yeah i just forget that part would you return there now and say those words that you were not able to say then yes or no you mean go back in time no no now if go back to my childhood home where i live at the moment with this terrible economy and use those words. Yes, the ones you could not say then. Would you say them now? Do I say them now? Right. Not in front of my parents. That's good. And you think that is because of why? I'm showing my parents a... It's not the only form, but it is a form of respect Yeah. that they don't like the words. They don't want to hear the words. So, the so when they're not around, that, I don't use them. So the people that do return home and say, you know, all the words they were. Do you think that's a kind of in your face, mom or in your face, dad? I can say these now and I mean, you have to some, like it to some people it can be but, but i don't want to do it in your face to my parents it's just not necessary some people might do that some people just might go back to they might have to live back at home with mom and dad because the economy got so bad for them it happens and they just talk like they would in their own home yeah that's not out of in your face it's yeah. just they're talking I, I still think there's a small part of in your face I can say this now, you know, you know what I'm saying? No, because you don't see that. No, because I see it from the point. Yeah, of, we'll I'm move out a, and figure it. <laughs> I've moved out. And then so, I had to go back because our it, you're kind of, you're not in the same house. It's kind of separated a little bit for, for the first year I was living in my old bedroom. Well, yeah, but with my wife and child, <laughs> Oh, child, not children. So, what are you saying? When we had our second child, is when we you're still were in your transferred bedroom? over. Ooh, <laughs> songs have words. Yes, 
there are instrumentals, which there's only one that comes to my mind right now that I listened to today about four times. Uh, Majority of the songs when they're recorded have instrumentals, but and then the words, vo- then the words added later. And so those words, if listened, so when you listen to a song, do you like take those words to heart, or the are the words secondary to the music, for the most part? It, you're not going to like my answer. It Probably depends on not. the song. It does. It depends on the artist. There are certain artists out there that their music is very heartfelt and then it's meant to hit you in the feelings. Oh, make, make you feel look a, out. Make you feel a certain way. Hit you in the feelings. But then, <laughs> I mean, the, major, the majority of music out there these days, in my honest opinion, is just people making things that sound good. Well, that's the whole point. But it's, I mean, you listen to. Did you like the Beatles? No. Why? Before your time or just now? I mean, one, it was was before my time. You know I love you, right? That's the Beatles. No kidding. I didn't know that. (laughs) Now you do. We all live in the yellow submarine. Right. Beatles. Yeah. What what of Yellow Submarine could be a heartfelt? Well, I don't know that it's heartfelt. Makes you kind of happy though. You're all living in a submarine. Yeah, it's it's a song, and then that it has blew a bunch up of sentences. It's the bottom of the ocean that has a bunch Ooh. of sentences to try to li- try to give you a good happy feeling. Right, happy, happy, happy. Whereas ooh, someone ooh, might use their story mm-hmm. to, I mean, they might try to. There's an artist. Uh, NF. That's literally what he goes by. His artist is NF. A lot of his music. Enough? NF. Mm. It, his, it's mm. just NF. This is NF. Hello, I'm NF. But a lot of his music <laughs> is about his. The way he feels. The way. Post Malone. People made him feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. But that, I mean, that's one. That's one side of it. You can make happy music, you know, happy, happy, happy. But he he's coming at it from from where I am, from where I see it. He's making it so to help people know that they're not alone in how they feel. And that's one style. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Eminem made music, but sometimes you want a music that just means absolutely nothing. Yeah. You know what was that? Well, no. Well, but Gundam style. There's a good example. Yeah, it means absolutely nothing. But boy, when you hear it, what do you start doing? It means nothing to us. You know, it starts but doing this. It, in Korean, it means I don't, something, apparently. I, it doesn't matter. I don't even know what I was talking about. Words, words, words. Words, words, words. So, here's what we're going to say. We really appreciate you guys listening. All of you. And... Here's what we're going to do. If you're the first one to text the word words, words, words to 615-330-3644 and give us an idea for a future podcast, we will, and I promise, we'll use it. Does not matter 
the subject matter. We will use it. It also doesn't matter where you're from, whether no. it be Belgium, Israel, Spain, or the U.S. Across the world. We're here for everybody. We're here for the masses. Whatever you, what the first person after me that texts us, Three oh three six one five three three zero three six four four. The first one to text that, text the word words 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 to that number. Give us a subject, and I promise we will use that one in a future episode. And we would really appreciate it if you would share this with your friends share all you can yes we want more people to listen right now our numbers seem a little low and let's get them up you can share us on any social media out there we would appreciate it that is the leftovers chris and mark we'll try to do this again yes we will bye